take a walk with us down memory lane, or maybe help spark a conversation with a loved one about the way farms used to sound. With your Amazon device or Alexa app, say, Alexa, play country farm sounds and escape to a mid-1900s farm where they will take a walk during morning chores. Welcome into the Friday, December 22, 2023 installment of Market Plus. Joining us now is Jeff French. Again, I'm going to say we should probably start recording the, the conversations between. Uh, I do need to tidy up something. I'm sorry, you have something on your face. The beard is, uh, you're going to keep that? Do we, want the, do we want the people at home to vote? No, I mean, it's Family just... Family voted already, Yeah, right? okay. it was three to one to keep it for today's taping. Uh, okay. It's deer season. It's just, get tired of shaving. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I do want to talk about something also obscure, and that's orange juice. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's significant going on there? Well, about a month ago, I mean, orange juice had been uh, rallying here for a while. A couple things. Hurricane Ian wiped out a ton of orange groves, obviously, last year in Florida. Uh, and then they've had some diseases. I mean, it's a 100-year low supply. So it went up to, I think it got it to $440 uh, per hundredweight. Um, but here in the last three weeks, it's just come down, and now it's $100 off of the uh, uh, contract high. So uh, big run-up, big sell-off, um, classic commodity market. Again, though, a very uh, thin traded commodity. Uh, I was trading it, and you know, you would see maybe 1,200 contracts traded a day. Uh, that compares to corn. Usually, typically, you have about 150,000 corn contracts traded a day. Uh, not during this time of year, but right. during physical. So very thin market. Be careful. Uh, you can get in, but sometimes you can't get out. Which is a theme we kind of talked about in the in the main program. Is it's just lighter trade, so the easier direction to move is everything lower. But we have some specific questions here uh, that that might be a little more forward looking. Let's start with Trent from Facebook. He wanted to know once the new soybean crush plants start coming online and get rolling, how soon after? Will we see the market fully react to show the longer-term demand picture? You know, that's going to be interesting. I, I mean, I don't think it's going to be instant. Uh, you know, I, it, it takes a while for these plants to get up and running. Um, but one thing you have to remember, too, I mean, yeah, you crush all these beans, and we've, we've crushed a lot of beans. I mean, uh, the crush reports have shown, you know, record crush, I think, for about five months consecutively. But when you crush beans, you get meal, uh, and then you got to sell the meal. And right now we're sitting right at meal, uh, 380 a ton. We're down here at two and a half month lows. Uh, if we get below 350 in the meal, uh, that's where you could get uh, much lower prices. So uh, it, it's a double-sided sword there. Uh, it's going to bring more demand for the beans, but you had the byproduct that you got to move as well. So there's one factor as we show you the November soybean contract moving at 12. 12- uh, 58 on the week. Phil in Ontario has another side of this discussion that is of interest that he asked us on X. We all know the weather narrative about South America going forward affecting our grain prices. What's the latest take on that? Will the USDA have a bullish or bearish surprise come January 9th? So for the weather market in, in Brazil right now, I mean, the trade right now, I, I mean, the top has come off. I, I mean, uh, the trade right now probably has 155 million metric tons for Brazil alone. Um, but you got to remember, there's other countries that grow soybeans down there. Uh, Argentina, I mean, they grew 20 million metric tons. They had an awful drought last year. Uh, they've actually had too much rain this year. They're going to double 
maybe even bigger than double their uh, bean crop from last year. So in general, we should have a pretty good area. And you got to remember, Brazil planted 110, 112 million acres of beans. Uh, so yes, it is dry. They've gotten some relief a little bit in the most important Mato Grosso, uh, but they are forecasted to get two to three inches here in the next two weeks. So we'll see if that, fit, uh, that falls. Um, now for the January 12th final production report, you know, my gut is I think you're going to see uh, a higher corn yield. I mean, not too much, maybe three tenths or four tenths higher. Uh, and that is simply from just talking to people throughout the country that just had phenomenal corn yields uh, with the little as rain as we had. I mean, 230, 240, 250, 260 was not uncommon. And this, these are in places that were nine, 10 inches below average rainfall for the year. So. Um, I, I just would say that I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little bit of a higher corn yield number come uh, January 12th. Hmm. Well, in that, that has become, I'm, I'm not saying ho-hum, but this one could really have some surprises if it does go higher. Is that what, is well, that, would that be a surprise? I, I think the surprise would if they, they lowered it because the USDA has been on this trend for three months as ticking up that corn, national corn yield. So I think if they would lower it, that would be a big surprise uh, because the market is kind of anticipating. But the, the fact is, you know, we have a 2.1 or 2.2 billion bushel carryout. Uh, you know, that, that's going to act as a kind of a wet blanket mm -hmm. on, on any type of rallies. And, and go back two weeks ago, wheat rallies 90, 95 cents, corn rallies 22. So, uh, you know, you get 20, 30 cent rally in this corn market, you ought to be selling some cash, buying some puts on strength uh, because... Like we've seen here in the past, the rallies just don't hold, and March closed at three and a half year lows here today. Hold on, I have a couple of cash questions in just a minute. I have one more on soybeans that I want to ask, and this one is Bradley in Nebraska, also on X. Are the soybean market spreads telling producers that there are higher prices in the near future? Uh, the spreads are firm, uh, and the spreads are strong, um, but the flat price just doesn't really want to get off the mat here. I mean, beans. Uh, in the last 30 days are down a dollar per bushel. Uh, January got up to 13.98 a month ago today, and now we're down here right around $13. So uh, the trend is lower. Um, psychologically, we've held these big round numbers, $13 a bushel. Uh, but if we start closing below that, especially coming in the new year, um, you know, we could be down another 40, 50 cents pretty easily. Let's get to a couple of questions about corn. And uh, Paul in Wisconsin has one for you. Uh, about relation to another market, you kind of mentioned wheat there a, a moment ago. Why doesn't corn follow crude and the market swings? Well, uh, crude here the last um, two weeks has been really a transportation rally. Uh, the Red Sea between the Middle East and Africa has pretty much been shut down for vessels uh, because of the terrorists lobbying, lobbying uh, missiles at our ships. Uh, so they are going to have to, trans from the Middle East, they're going over the Cape of Africa. It adds 10 days to two weeks uh, on transporting. That is why the oil uh, is higher. Um, right now with interest rates, you know, time is money and, and it adds cost to everything. So that's why you're seeing the rally in the crude oil. Um, you know, how that relates to corn, I, you know, I don't know. I just think, you know, if, if crude would get over that maybe $85, then you would probably see some more influence on the corn. Um, but I, I think at these lower levels, it doesn't quite influence quite as much. Well, then what about 
in relationship to diesel? I guess that would be a question Matt in Iowa wanted to know on X. Why isn't diesel going down? Same answer? Yeah, I, I think, you know, <laughs> I, I think demand has been phenomenal. I, I mean, um, you know, look at the weather that we've had. There has been no weather hiccups, uh, especially in the Midwest here. Uh, we've had ample times to get fertilizer on, do all the tillage, uh, haul grain. You know, farmers, <laughs> they can't sit still, especially when it's 55 <laughs> degrees out. So they're out there, they're hauling grain to town, they're doing things, they're working. Um, but I think the demand has just been that good. Do you anticipate then maybe demand could fall off just for those things you're talking about come spring? You know, that, that's going to, we're going to have to see. I, I think what happens here with the stock market, I mean, this week the stock market traded up to new all-time highs. Uh, it certainly wouldn't point that a recession is coming. I mean, you just look at it. Uh, go out Christmas shopping in the stores. I mean, they're not alone. They're, they're absolutely slammed. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll just have to see come here in the next first quarter. All right, I teased a cash question. We'll finish with the cash question. This one is Mike in Iowa via Facebook. Is there a possibility to see $5 cash corn and $13 cash beans in the fall of 24? Well, I mean, uh, depending on your basis, uh, Deese corn 24 right now is, I think, 502 on the board. Um, so certainly we could see $5 cash. I mean, that's not far away. Um, there's a long growing season upon us, and <laughs> you look at the last three years, I mean, and I'm talking Iowa specifically, but it definitely goes to Nebraska, Missouri, Minnesota. I mean, we are dry, um, you know, not severely dry, but I mean, it's, it's been an awfully dry three to four years. Um, so yes, we'll get it planted, but what happens after that is gonna be the key. So uh, a lot can happen, but uh, uh, no, $13 beans, cash beans, you know, we're 12.50 right now on the board in November. That's not too far away. So yeah, we could absolutely see that. As long as we maintain it. You well, you gotta take to, advantage of it. When yeah, it's you don't have to stretch your neck as hard either yeah. because of volatility. Jeff French, appreciate your time. Thank absolutely. you so much. Thank you, Paul. All right, that'll do it for Market Plus next week. We are going to look at the year that was 2023 and how it impacted rural America. We'll also have the commodity market analysis with Christy Van Ahn Cheeseth. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great week.